Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, we're getting into some lists here as we get, I mean, really, honestly, real close to the season. It's starting to get there. We're um. A relegation league drafts start August 8th already. It's like a week and a half away. So we're really close. So we're doing some lists. Today we're doing breakout players. Jeff and I each have three players that we think are going to break out um, in 2021 and have, you know, good players that were probably good last year, but they're just going to be even better this year. So we got those guys. Before we do that, also, if you are in a relegation leagues, keep an eye out on your invites. I've been getting some out. If you haven't gotten anything yet to ask about which time you want to draft this year and you were in the leagues last year, go on Instagram and message us at fantasy football profit. Probably means you changed your name from last year and I don't have your info. So don't want to miss out. Get it, get a hold of us. We'll get you hooked up. So, but before we get the breakouts, Jeff quick on Aaron Rodgers, I want to start like, looks like he is going to be sure. back. Like we thought um, I was last week. We had that little brief, like this was after the podcast last week, but they had that little sports books pulled off uh, the Packers. Cause there's rumors he's going to retire and all that. That was like one last ditch effort from him. I feel like to, get something from the Packers, but sounds like he's going to be back. They're going to have to do some contract reworking, but it seems like the biggest key is them getting Randall Cobb back. Did you hear, <laughs> did you hear that part of it? Like, I mean, <laughs> is that going to be any fantasy? I, I feel like that's Rogers flexing his muscle, or I don't know what that is. I, I might talk about someone in these next couple of podcasts. that could be affected <laughs> by that. Um, I, look, uh, Randall yeah. Cobb is on the yeah. later part of his career. He's going to be oh. 31. He missed a bunch of time. I don't think that he's the, you know, <laughs> the, the Holy grail to what really, uh, you know, the Packers missed out on, on, uh, winning a Super Bowl. But, uh, I do think it's good that he's going to play. It's probably going to be a one and done the way I look at it. Yeah. He didn't, you know, he didn't want his career to be over quite yet. He can pretty much go anywhere he wants after this. So, uh, I'm glad uh, maybe they can actually put it together and win something. They do have a pretty darn good team. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for myself too because we love Aaron Rodgers. Right. We love picking him late every time. It's going to probably affect us a little bit in that. We will, he's going to go maybe slightly earlier than we were getting him, yeah. but still. But in our drafts that we've already done, got a lot of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's good. So I feel good about that. Yeah, and Randall Cobb probably won't make much of a difference, but it sounds like this will be one last run. And like him and Rodgers and Adams both posted the like Lance last dance on their Instagram at the same time of Jordan and Pippen. So yeah, well that one, is, that's definitely interesting. So though. they're definitely, they're, they're both, I think they're both gone after this year, which is, that's the wild one. Adams, you, you know, you are kind of like, okay, Rogers, but Adams, man, who is he going to go to? Is he going to be as effective yeah. if he doesn't go with Rogers? It'll be interesting. That's going to be really, really fun to watch. All right. Breakouts. We'll start three to one. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to start off with a tight end. We don't usually do that, but I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard. So he is a tight end you can get a little bit later in the draft, which I love. I also love his upside. He is a tremendously athletic tight end. Um, There are some things that could scare people off here. I'm not going to lie about it like, hey, this is a guaranteed slam dunk. Not so much. Last year, he he was hurt a little bit. Now you have Jalen Hurts behind center. We don't know how he's going to be. But at the end of the day, it looks like Ertz is going to be gone. He's still technically on the roster, but well, I, I, it's it's interesting now. Yeah, 
But it's, he showed I, up the training camp. So well, either way, you don't want to lose that money. I, I, he's going to show up there, but they they will save a ton of money if they cut him. I don't and think they're going to cut him anymore. I would be I would be surprised if they don't. But yeah, I think either way, even if he stays, I think Dallas Goddard's in number one there now. He's he's the future. He's a young guy. You have Jalen Hurts. You have Rhaegar. You have Devontae Smith. Like why why keep around a guy that doesn't seem to want to be there and is going to cost you twelve million dollars? I will never know. But even if they keep him, I still think this guy is the breakout one. I think he stays healthy this whole year, hopefully. And uh, in two thousand nineteen, with Ertz still playing pretty good football, um, this guy was the number ten tight end, uh, six hundred and seven yards, five touchdowns. Uh, obviously, that was you know that was a different quarterback. It was Wentz. He does he threw to tight ends quite a bit. Will Jalen Hurts? I don't know, but I do think that playing five games or whatever it was last year will really help him out. He is deadly as a runner. Uh, I haven't seen him throw it down the field, which makes me feel even that much better about guys that well, run shorter well, routes. Well, here's the interesting thing and the interesting rumor going around is Deshaun Watson to the Eagles. That's just if that. Well, if that did even better, I mean, I, so, you know, I mean, he's a yeah. great, he is a very good quarterback. We'll see how that plays out. It doesn't. I was expecting by now we would know Deshaun Watson like isn't playing this year, and it hasn't happened yet. And he showed up to Texans camp. There, yeah, NFL's not putting any restrictions on him. Yet. It camp. sounds like he won't even be disposed or something until like February. Or it's something. gonna take forever, so, so it's gonna be really messy. I'm still like hands off on him. Like as far as drafting him, if if he plays and you draft him, you're gonna get a, a, a deal. But at yep. any point during the season. They could just yank him off the roster, True. right? Depending Good. on how it goes. So he's a very dangerous commodity to have. All right. So got it though. And I mean, I like him too. It's just there's a lot of interesting factors there nowadays. There, so there is. I, just think, out. I think in this particular situation, I think talent wins out. And I think mm. he actually has a, a few years on his resume. Yep. Everyone else as a pass catcher does not. Uh they haven't doesn't feel like the the run game has ever really got going to right. the full extent. So and and Jalen Hurts will run the ball as well. So I, I do like it. They're going to have to go to someone. I think Jalen Hurts, even if he's not all that good, he will be a productive fantasy football quarterback. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where I'm going. And and with tight end, we've said it a million times, but I mean, look, it's, it's touchdown dependent or right. you have one of the top three guys. I think Goddard might be one of the very few tight ends that could transcend and, and jump into that top tier. Yep. He's a solid pick. You don't have to get too early, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, yes. Also, doesn't make me feel too bad. <laughs> All right. My number three, Terry McLaurin. I know Jeff's not on the bandwagon. We've had this t- conversation before. He actually, you picked him as what was that list? You picked him as um, I remember now. Uh, overrated. Yes. Over. Oh God, that's wrong, Jeff. That's wrong. So he finished twenty fourth each of the last two years. We've gone over this before. Yeah. And last year, catches way up, yards up, touchdowns down. So that's what happened. I truly believe he's going to be a, a number one wide receiver this year in the NFL, which would put him from a very back end wide receiver two to a wide receiver one. I think you're going to see Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, geez, Terry McLaurin jump up there with Ryan Fitzpatrick as his quarterback and just really have a breakout season. Uh, yeah, well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, Jeff. I, okay, I got to push back it's just gonna a happen. little bit, just going to I, happen because I I have to. So if he's going to break out, what what does yes. that look like for you? Like I what about ninth ninth where I have him ranked right now? So he's going to be in the top ten yes. wide receivers. Hundred okay. percent. He's going from twenty fourth to top ten. And, and you think that the only thing that has to change here is he's his touchdowns are going to go up because of Fitzpatrick? I believe so. Okay. His, well, eighty seven catches, eleven hundred yards. That's a solid season. It is very. You get, very he solid. only had four touchdowns. You give him eight nine touchdowns, he jumps up any just that alone. He starts getting up there. So yeah, he gets yeah. close. I just. 
I, I, I don't, I feel like the targets, I mean, I can't imagine those going up that much. Okay. I just have to agree. We're not going to agree on this. Yeah, one. I agree to disagree. <laughs> but if he does grow up in touchdowns, you, you won't, you'll be very, very close. So, okay. I can get behind it a little bit. Yep. All right. So my number two, uh, we actually have talked about this quite a bit and kind of always a secondary term, but my number two is going to be Travis Etienne. So a rookie running back, uh, obviously running backs when they're drafted this high, usually do make a difference immediately. You don't have to wait around for him too much. And we, I won't exhaust it too much because everyone kind of knows the deal, but Hey, James Robinson did very well for, for Jacksonville last year, but they're rebuilding entirely. They spent a first round draft pick on this guy. He was teammates to their franchise quarterback that they now have in Lawrence. And this guy does it all. He is a, he could be a bell cow. He can be a pass catching guy. If the sky's the limit, if he figures out, uh, you know, the, the NFL game very quickly. And I think that urban Meyer is going to find a way to get this guy in the game and get him up to speed very, very quickly. So as long as he doesn't just completely suck at pass blocking and get Lawrence killed, this guy will play a tremendous amount. And right now he's being overlooked because you're, because people are not really sure. They're kind of like, okay, is he going to be the secondary back? Is he going to be splitting time? Is it 50, 50? How good is Lawrence going to be? I think ETN is going to be a, a, a bona fide guy and you're going to really like getting him and putting him on your team. So I think he's yep. going to have a breakout year. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I don't have him on my list, but I love ETN this year. I dislike James Robinson a lot. <laughs> I, it's a strong dislike for the player. Okay, that's even getting harsh. It's just, <laughs> no, again, it's not, I don't dislike James Robinson. I dislike the hype that James Robinson got and people made him seem like he's some like ridiculous, amazing running back when he's honestly extremely average. Extremely average, just yeah, average, yeah, average, and, average. And, well, how much the, better is he than Carryon Johnson? Not much. I know. I feel. I feel terrible Sorry. for saying it. I would say an average NFL running back, which is still a phenomenal athlete and everything. But he had a. He was an average running back that had a great year. Yeah. And 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 I think that's what people are confusing. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So, all right, my number two. I went with C.D. Lamb here. Um, we have again. That's the kind of player we actually haven't talked about much either, but. CeeDee Lamb had a really good rookie season, really, when you look at it. 74 catches, 935 yards, and five touchdowns. And that's with the majority of the season having, what, Andy Dalton as his quarterback? That's without Dak Prescott. You throw Dak Prescott in there. CeeDee Lamb, I think, becomes a really good player. I think they're going to throw the ball enough. The defense still hasn't hasn't done anything to improve itself, right? Mari Cooper's going to get the ball, but CeeDee Lamb's going to get the ball a lot. Michael Gallup's fine. He's a fine three. He's just, that's what he is. And there really isn't much to worry about from the tight end position or even catches out of the backfield too much. It's going to, CD Lamb's going to get a lot of catches. He had 111 targets last year already. I don't see why that, like these numbers aren't going to go down for him. He's only going to be better. He was already 21st ranked. He was ahead of Terry McLaurin last year. So he was three spots better than Terry McLaurin. I truly think CD Lamb is going to have a huge season. And I, I think people could be underselling it. Like I just, they're going to, Dallas is going to throw the ball around with McCarthy. You know, McCarthy wants to throw it around. And part of the reason why Zeke, I just don't know what to do with him. And I get, I feel like maybe even we're underrating Zeke, but then I think about how this offense is going to be. And I think they're just going to throw the ball around. So CeeDee Lamb, my number two. Can't argue with that. He was on my short list, but he's already reigned so high that mm-hmm. I, I I decided to go with other places. But yeah, he's he's great. And we knew this coming out of college. Him and Dak obviously did well the first few games, but imagine that too is like the one thing you didn't mention was he put up those numbers and he had, you know, uh, just to say it, poor quarterback play. 
right? Yep. You had Dak for like five games. And then after that, no one that really was on point. Yep. So, I mean, it was very, very impressive to do that your rookie year. So 100%, you're not going to hear me disagree. Yep. Uh, number one, I've talked about him a million times, but I, I have to. Um, DeAndre Swift. Yep. I think he's being overlooked. I think the guy has all the talent in the world, and I think they're pretty much going to hand it off to him uh, as far as the keys to the to the kingdom, and he's going to be a cornerstone of what they try to do this year. Uh, just to refresh your memory, if, if you are not already sick of hearing me talk about Swift, but um, uh, last year as a rookie, playing second fiddle to Adrian Peterson, he had 114 rushes for 521 yards and eight touchdowns. That's 4.6 yards per carry, and on top of that, the guy had 46 receptions for just over 350 yards and another two touchdowns. So he can catch it, he can run it. They beefed up that offensive line, so that shouldn't be an issue. And right now, they desperately need him because the quarterback has to prove himself, even though he was a number one overall pick coming over from the Rams. That's Jared Goff. And the guys he's throwing to are unproven as well. So uh, I think everything just points to, hey, talent will win out, and this guy is going to be a bona fide star. So I think he is my number one breakout contender this year. I'm all on board with Swift. I didn't put him on my list because I figured you'd put him number one. Yeah, and so. <laughs> I've, and I'm assuming you have the other guy. I decided not yeah. to put on my list so because I knew you would say him. My number one, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, obviously, I I love the player. I love the situation. We seem to love the situation more than others. They really think. See, I don't know. People just don't seem to be on board with Dobbins getting the amount of carries he needs to make this breakout, but. He only had, what, 134 carries last year? Still finished as the 17th best back with 134 carries. Why is he not going to get the Mark Ingram carries? He's going to get the Mark Ingram carries. He's going to get 200 carries at least. And it's just it's going to happen. And it's going to be a big season. He had 134 carries. He had six, six yards per carry, nine touchdowns last year in that. Gus Edwards. So Gus Edwards is a good player. Honestly, good. I like Gus Edwards. He's actually very solid, but he's, he's going to be the number two. He's not going to pick up these carries. Look at his first three years, 137 carries, 133 carries, 144 carries. That's about what Gus Edwards is going to do. Right. And JK Dobbins, 200 carries plus going to have a huge season. Top 10 running back. Honestly, I I'm truly believing that. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. I, I, I mean, I can't fawn over these two running backs any more yeah. than I already have, but just to, uh, talk about where you what you were mentioning as well. You're talking about Mark Ingram in 2019, and we're talking about a 30 year uh, year old running back, right? Um, he had only 202 rushes, and he turned that into over just over a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns. So I will say this: he had a bunch of touchdowns, but this led him to be the number eight running back overall. I think Dobbins right now, Ingram is a very good running back, yep. but I think Dobbins because of his age and where he's at in his career. He's a much more dynamic player, right? You're just more athletic when you're in your early 20s. Uh, maybe he doesn't have 15 total touchdowns like Ingram did, but I do think he makes that up with yardage. And I think that, um, you know, and, and with that as well, his receptions, he only had 26 receptions. Right. And I do feel very much as far as it looks right now that Gus Edwards and Dobbins are the solidified one and two. Usually, you know, when they were doing him, there was three that were playing. So I think Dobbins is going to get more than 200 carries. Um, but anyway, that, yeah. yeah I, I and man, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I just, just don't understand no how, Yeah, I do too. And that's why I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around what people are, are scared of. If you watched him last year, you know he has the talent. 
and you watch that offense, you know they're going to run it. And it, you don't need 300 carries in order to yeah. be good on this offense because as soon as you know, as soon as they go for Lamar and he hands it off, there's a giant hole waiting for you. Yeah. So yeah, well, 100% agree with you. Even get this. This probably won't make much of a factor, but Gus Edwards is starting training camp on the COVID list. He's going to miss 10 games. Can't help him. Like ten, if, ten games, ten, ten games, ten days. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, it that, yeah. It's not going to do anything. It can't help him. It, it can't help him. Can't no. help him. So really Dobbins will get a chance to well, show off. Yeah, Dobbins is going to be the number one. Yeah, so it will be good. So all right, go draft J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, you uh, won't actually, go wrong. Draft all these guys. And the sad part is, there is actually a chance all the guys we just named, you have a shot at getting every single well, one. I think of them. so for sure. You can definitely pull off some some of this, and you know, Swift is ranked 18th. Right now, Dobbins is 14th. You can get those guys, no problem. In many of, in yeah. actually, in one of my drafts, I did end up with Dobbins, Swift, and ETN. Yeah. And Dallas Cotter. I just didn't have McLaurin. Really I should have went pull, and got him. You, yeah. you can easily pull that off. So, all right. That'll do it for breakouts. We'll be back in a couple days with some more for you. Talk to you then.